Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome back. Hi, everyone. This is another episode of X of Words, 10 minutes of some top grade geekery. Uh, we are going to chat Marvel Mutants. Today's guest is Arturo. Uh, you can follow Arturo at Mr. Toybox. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-T-O-Y-B-O-X. And he also runs a podcast. So I'm going to tip it over and let him introduce himself. Hey, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Ash. And hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Arturo. I do not run a podcast. Not even close, but I am part <laughs> of a podcast. Nico runs it. Nathan helps him run it. There's there's other people in charge of it. But I am on a podcast called X's for Podcast. Um, and yeah, like you said, you can find me at Mr. Toy Box on Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, this is, this is the first official like crossover event podcast episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hopefully first of many. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so this sometimes, so I was chatting, uh, I was chatting with Arturo before briefly about the structure of some of these episodes. And I said, you know, sometimes we just bullshit and it's just like speculative stuff. And then sometimes, you know, they're pretty interrogative. This time we have a theory. So this 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 week's question, right? This episode's question week. Well, I'll post these episodes whenever. <laughs> this episode's question is: Is strife Kid Cable, and is Kid Cable strife? Is that a fair? Is that a fair representation of the question? That is fair. That is fair. And uh, and listeners, I. I was explaining to Ash earlier, this, I cannot say that this is my theory. It is not. It is a theory that I have absorbed from X Twitter and from other podcasts. Uh, shout out to Connor Goldsmith and Alia Steger, uh, both great follows on, on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of have strife pilled me to use the, the word. <laughs> and so I am not here to, to claim the theory, but I am here to bring you the message, gentle listeners, uh, because once you've been strife pilled, you look at Kid Cable in an entirely new light. Once you've been strifed, it's a new life. Yes. So I made that up and I hate myself so deep. Oh my God, that was good. That oh, was some so off the cuff magic. <laughs> you know, one of those things that you know, like in three days, I'm going to get like a shiver down my spine. I'm like, I said that in public. <laughs> Okay, so now that you know me, now that you know Arturo, now that you know the question, uh, our X starts now. Okay, man, go for it. All right. Uh, is Kid Cable Strife? I think so. I think so. Uh, so I have tumbled down this rabbit hole, and I have gone back to to the, the early appearances of Kid Cable. And... Let me take a step back. Before that, I, I just want to give you guys a little bit of context of of Strife and how that character came into my life. I was like 12 or 13. I was at that perfect sweet spot of of, of innocence and youth of, and absorbing comics and them being such a big deal. And I had a front row seat for Executioner's Song and for the big reveal that Strife was the clone of Cable and they played it both ways that actually no cable was the clone of strife, but then that was turned around. So this is something that goes back for me in a very nostalgic way, right? 
Mm-hmm. Strife was a great character back then. And then after a stellar debut, he kind of faded into obscurity. He came back a couple times. I lost track with comics for a while, like so many of us do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fast forward to Kid Cable is is in the mix. I wasn't really reading, you know, too much at the time. So when Krakoa started, when, you know, House of X and, and Powers of Ten came up, uh, I, like so many people, got back into X-Men. And mm-hmm. Kid Cable was just something I accepted as a thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I was able to Google and know what happened and read that story and, oh, okay, cool. This is this yep. is what it is. Um, now going back and actually reading Extermination Event and reading uh, Brisson's X-Force run, um, mm-hmm. it feels like this is something that could either have been laid, the seeds were dropped from back then, or it's one of those, the best retcon idea ever, like up there with Moira, that you go back and you're like, oh my God, this makes this so much better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I genuinely think that this is something that Brisson uh, was toying with and and Dugan is now picking up those threads. Um, so I guess to like kind of show some of the examples of things uh, that, that we've seen, um there's a there's a scene in x of swords where kid cable cuts himself and is bleeding from his thumb but it's his left arm it's his arm that's supposed to be a bionic arm but he's got a flesh arm um Uh. yes there's uh there have just been moments and when you go back and you read uh extermination and i think you know that's it's kind of a treat to read it it wasn't great at the time but the art is beautiful um and you have this in your head it i think adds such a cool element to it because strife is a character who all he ever wanted was to be loved by his parents by gene and scott and when he didn't get that he wanted revenge back in executioner's song if he has come back into the present as you know masquerading as kid cable right so that he could play that exact role of being their son and having this you know lovely like leave it to beaver existence on the moon and (laughs) hanging out with mom and dad like that's what strife always wanted that's literally what he always wanted and it it just make it would make more sense for the character because that always felt like Okay, that doesn't feel like any cable I've ever seen, but I guess this isn't battle weary cable. This is cable, you know, living in a better world. But it hits different when you consider it as strife. A hundred percent. And I think the interesting, the interesting, so uh, admittedly knowing surface level things about this theory, um, when I heard it, the thing that I thought was that. Actually, strifes. Um, see, I've bought in. I've bought in. I'm calling him strife. Kid, kid cable, um, or like baby cable, Babel, um, as as Artie likes to call him, that made me laugh. Um, but his entry, right, eliminating old cable, was so glossed over, and there was no real resolution to that. You know, it kind of just it it, it folded so. Um, anticlimactically into the original five X-Men story, you know, of him capturing Angel and da 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 trying to... And, and the, the fact that he killed his old, older self was such a non-issue 
mm-hmm. I started to ask questions about it because sort of Dawn of X and the new era has been the time of grenades or as you, as you put it, the seeds, small mm-hmm. ideas that are thrown out that pass almost innocuously. And then you turn around and there's a tree there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the fact that he killed his past self was such a non-issue. How does that just go away? And I was like, maybe that's the whole point. Maybe that is a seed that was planted. And then you, you know, you came to me and you talked to me about Syria. And I was like, shit, wait, that, that did, that was kind of understated, wasn't it? So I've, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say you've strife pilled me yet, but I'm definitely, there's definitely a question mark. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, I've crossed this line where I want this to be the case so badly that anything short of it is going to be a disappointment for me. So that's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's a, a scary feeling. Um, you know, but you know, we moment of like, that doesn't fit into my fantasy. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> uh, you know, we, well, we've seen like leaks of the, the last issue, one of the variant covers or, or, or something where it's like half kid cables face and half half old man cables face. And it's like, yeah. If that's where this is going to end, why would they be teasing that? Like, there's something about that that's just a little maddening to me. Yeah. And where I wasn't a big kid cable head at the beginning of Krakoa, I've bought into it. Like, I want to like the kid. I I I, I appreciate his goofiness and yeah. his you know his his flaws and his his cuteness and and all of that. Um. So when I started hearing and seeing wait, so now he's just going to go back to being old man cable. I felt cheated. I was like, well, this, that seems like a wasted opportunity and it may be, but strife would be the solution to that whole problem because it would make the read of this character so much more interesting. It mm-hmm. would take us to another question about clones on Krakoa uh, yeah. and very conspicuously in the most recent issue of cable. Uh, there's a white page that talks about um you know, very specifically goes into resurrection protocols, basically about mm-hmm. if there's multiple people, then there's like the dominant version of them is the one mm-hmm. that gets resurrected, not alternate timeline versions, not clones, etc. Um, well, I mean, there's a big first that feels like bullshit, considering that the entire Summers clan has managed to make it on Krakoa. So Jean Grey and all of her maybe possibly maybe kids <laughs> from different <laughs> timelines all walking around. Like someone thought about Rachel Summers and there she was. <laughs> so I, th- th- like, I feel like the cloning thing is like a whole other conversation. Yes. Yes. It's no, so it, yeah. hypocritical. It's so hypocritical. Ultimately, I want a book with Madeline Pryor, Strife, and Joseph. Don't even get me started on my Joseph soapbox, the, the hot <laughs> Fabio length hair Magneto of the 90s that I was yep. absolutely in love with. Um yeah, man, clones are people too. So I, that's ultimately what I would love is that book. But we'll get there. In the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm focusing all my clone angst on on this potential character strife. Because the, the beautiful thing about that is if that turns out to be the case, then we keep yeah. both characters. We keep both Kid Cable and we get Old Man Cable because they're different characters now. Yes. Now we have Nathan Dayspring and... Uh, and his clone and which one is which is a question that has uh been you know in the mix since 1992 
And I mean, yeah, it solves the problem quite elegantly, actually, because then you don't even have them at the same age. You've got a younger strife right. and an older cable. And yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's, that's really, really interesting. Could be fun. Um, it could be. It could be. So what do you think? What, what's your big hopes for the eventual confrontation? Because I know Cable's run has been gradually taking him through this whole, you know, the religious sect thing, the baby's getting kidnapped thing, the mutant baby's getting kidnapped thing. It seems to be plodding us towards some sort of confrontation with Strife. So what do you hope is the sort of cusp of that story? Um, see, I, I'm not a hundred percent clear on where it's going to land. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think you've, you've done a perfect job of, of sketching it out. There is going to be a confrontation, uh, between strife and cable. What that looks like exactly, I, I think remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, my hope is, and Hey, I'll even take that. It's, uh, that it is strife who has been mind wiped and, actually genuinely believes that he is the real deal that he's cable right yeah because that's kind of what he always really believed that he was the real deal so it wouldn't be too hard to you know psych him into not believing he has strife uh so that's yeah but there there's a couple ways we could get there but i'm just hoping that that's where we land and i'm kind of i'm bummed to see that it's wrapping up but i think that would be a strong place to wrap up and i think that's a good as, as good a segue as any as like I, I I love it. I want I want it to happen. Um, but and to, to touch on something that you mentioned before we started recording is like this. Um, so much of the foundation or the red thread of this latest era has been about uh, redemption, redemption stories and redemption arcs. And I think that was an incredible point that you made that this would kind of fall in line of redeeming another legacy mutant. You know that maybe was tarred by a bad a bad brush back in the day through no fault of their own you know i think i think that is the most compelling thing about the krakoan era I've, I've always been a a diehard like villain person whatever you know the the fiction was i always gravitate to the villains mm -hmm. um you know give me a good queer coded <laughs> uh, flamboyant monologuing character wearing a lot of purple and i'm there so um, him from Girls. yes all of them just all the villains straight down the line uh so seeing them recontextualized and and given a chance at redemption and some of them are failing and some of them are succeeding in ways that i never thought we would ever see and feel um mm -hmm. apocalypse really stands out in my mind uh as a character that who's very who's involved just, with strife story who's very involved with strife story uh he uh, actually at the banquet in X of Swords, he's the character. Apocalypse catches Strife cutting his finger and yeah. looks at him, and Strife says, "Oh shit!" When he sees <laughs> that he was seen by Apocalypse, uh, I think it's a crime that we didn't get into more of the the guts of of their dynamic mm -hmm. uh, while Apocalypse was was still here. Um, but yeah, he's just a great example of a character just massively redeemed. Um, you know, in the latest, uh, what was it, Excalibur, uh, the way Malice was redeemed. Malice, yeah. I don't think you could get a more two-dimensional, basic, just villain, bad guy character than they Malice. Her Malice, yeah. Right? Like, she was literally Malice. She was disembodied. <laughs> she just possessed people, you know, as convenient as, as needed by the story. Like, you, you couldn't find... Bad vibes. 
Yeah, literal bad, bad vibes. vibes. <laughs> literal bad vibes, you know? And the fact that that Tinny was able to take that character and give her this personality and also make her like difficult to even like or difficult to even help. Like she doesn't want your help. She's like yeah. pure bad vibes toxicity. <laughs> But at the end of that one issue, you're left like looking with her over the sunset and feeling this hope of like, wait, maybe there is an, a place here where I can not be the absolute worst. And and I think that's just beautiful, you know. So I, I think redeeming strife would be a great thing. Uh, I I know that you are you share a very uh, very deep passion with me as well about Sabretooth being in the hole. Fucking Sabretooth. Like, justice See, for now, Sabretooth. Now, I'll, I'll you, what we can't do, what you can't do is wait for 16 minutes of the podcast <laughs> to start talking about Sabretooth. Okay? Yeah? That's what we like to call sabotage. We we cannot. These episodes are meant to be 10 minutes long. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. But, yeah. But you are right. You are, you are fucking right. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to bring us to a close, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you for sharing that, that theory with us. Um, literally, literally, gonna go back and reread everything now. Excellent, excellent. So. My job is done. Thank you so much for having me, Ash. This was an absolute pleasure. You're, you're wonderful, and congrats on the show. It's, uh, it's a trip. Ah, oh, thank you. And so are you. Um, so I've been Ashley. Yeah, oh, and I've been Arturo. Sorry. <laughs> and I've been Arturo, <laughs> and I will remain Arturo. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been X of Words. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>